Hi, welcome to Pass the Brain Cell, a podcast where five idiots, give or take, pass their collective brain cell and explain our weird media fixations to each other. My name is Remy, I use they, them pronouns, and my favorite fraggle is Boober. Your wow. what? My favorite fraggle is Boober. Th- that's Who's an excellent fraggle? choice. You don't know what a fraggle is? We have no, been. I, we're already wow. off. Oh, I can't off wait for tracks. the Fraggle Rock episode. Save, <laughs> save it to do a Fraggle episode. Save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, hi, my name is Kyla, and um, I bought something at Sephora today because I felt bad because I broke something, and it was perfume. And and then my coworker asked to smell my hand. And, and now you are nice. perfume. It smelled like blood. <laughs> it didn't smell like blood. It smelled like like buttered popcorn, Ew. which um, I didn't. I actually really didn't like it. It was gross. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. sounds gross. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Um, do you think the smell is something to do with all the butter that you ate before work? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. My Maybe name. you're the butter. Maybe it wasn't butter, butter popcorn, and it was just popcorn. Um, You're so right. I just eat, <laughs> I eat three sticks of butter at least before work. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, my name's Adriana, and uh, my pronouns are she, her, and um, in elementary school, uh, the janitor used to call me Dora because I was a little Mexican, and I had that oh. haircut. Oh, is, oh, wow. wait, is that, is racist? that racist? Probably. I wrote in my notes. Probably racist. I don't remember. Yeah, the I think that, I think that's racist of the janitor. But that's a. Uh... But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. That's that's. Cool. that's I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna put that into the file of things that are likely racist. Yeah, and then <laughs> probably I probably racist I would, column. And then I would always have beef with her because I'd be like, "I'm not you. I'm not Dora." <laughs> <laughs> If anything, your boots. Yeah, I, I definitely so think that your boots. I think that, and I think that, I think I'm like the little cow. Uh, don't Benny? do coke in the bathroom. Don't oh yeah, the, the, the don't don't coke coke in the bathroom <laughs> cow. Sorry, Kaylin, if we're interrupting your intro. Sorry, Kaylin, if you wanted to do coke in the bathroom. <laughs> I always want to do coke in the bathroom. Um, so, my name is Kaylin, my pronouns are she, her, and I once ate an entire watermelon on FaceTime with Kyla, and it was not a small watermelon. It was a big motherfucker. I, I, it's funny because I, I didn't notice that you had eaten it until after it was gone, and you were throwing away the rinds. And my mom yelled at me. Oh, so you didn't eat the entire watermelon. Oh, okay. yeah, not listen. <laughs> Look, if you eat the shell, the crust is the you. best part. The shell? Do yeah. you eat watermelon with or without the peel? <laughs> watermelon <laughs> shell. The, you eat boneless watermelon. <laughs> Off to a great start. Uh, right, so um, today. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, today, three of us have some. Some little stories, and today Remy's our little listener. Today, aren't you, Remy? <laughs> I don't like the way you're talking. I'm, I'm <laughs> Remy. mentalizing Remy aren't, right now. Sorry, aren't fine. you, Rem? Fine, it's I, Remy. Remy's the listener. 
I'm just gonna sit here crisscross applesauce with my little, <laughs> <laughs> with my little appy juice. With your little appy juice? Who needed appy juice? <laughs> um, little uh, appy slices. And because yeah. I'm not speaking today because I wasted all of, or not wasted, I utilized all of my talents last week on Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, if you uh, check out last episode if you weren't here for Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Check Content. it out. I talk about you Five Nights at Freddy's for two hours. <laughs> it'll, it'll only be like an hour and a half. But um, uh, because I don't go this week, uh, I get to choose the order. You get to choose and the order. And what I decided all on my own, nobody decided this for me, um, is that Kyla's going first. Fuck! I decided that myself. Yeah, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Nobody, I, I, Adriana didn't tell me to do that. I did, stop, don't make it, don't say it like that. They're gonna think that I told you to t- tell them that. And I no, that's it. why I'm no, saying why, that you didn't. No, why would they think that? Okay. Why would they, okay. that would be I'm the good brother. Remy said the exact right. opposite of that. Sorry, you're just you know. <laughs> no, okay. I, I genuinely, I genuinely thought that, that, um, that you are going to say that you are going to like choose the winner, and I was like, "Who's <laughs> the winner of the podcast this week?" Kyla's the winner. Kyla would be so funny if we had a winner for no reason. <laughs> it's funny, it's it's you competitive podcasting. <laughs> I genuinely can't think of anything more like mind-numbingly awful than competitive podcasting. <laughs> Um, what if they started like a like a sticker chart <laughs> whoever wins gets a sticker and then... yes when you get 10 stickers you get to choose a prize from the prize jar what if yeah. at the end of every week someone gets voted off the podcast and they never come back? <laughs> the, last one. the last one is just Kaylin sitting there why would I stay why would Kaylin win Oh, it would be Adriana. Adriana. <laughs> yeah. Adriana's got a fighting Adriana chance. Adriana has killed the rest of us all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for us this week, Kyla? Um, okay. So, my... I decided that I wanted to tell you guys about mom products. So, mom by products? mom products, I don't mean, like, mom products like a, like a, like a bottle, a baby Bjorn a cradle no i'm talking <laughs> things that moms just like the, the the suburban white live laugh love moms <laughs> and a lot what of they need millennial like older millennial moms so uh first and foremost i i wanted to talk about um the elusive creatures that are ray dunn collectors um Creatures. I, if you're if you are <laughs> familiar with Ray Dunn, uh, it is a it is a brand that's almost exclusively sold at TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. like Marshalls, Home Goods, those kind of stores. Right? Ray Dunn is a kind of like pottery and decorations that are that are usually white they're white slightly misshapen they look handmade and it'll be like pots or like little bird houses there's like utensils and they will just have 
a kind of crudely written word on it. So like um it'll be like it'll be like a mug that says sip. Or like or like mm, it'll be like Because I always birdhouse. forget. Or, or it'll be like a birdhouse that says tweet. Um one of my favorite ones I've ever seen is a butter dish that just says butter. Um, oh, we sold we sold this kind of shit at, at uh Pier One. There there would be like Of course you did. <laughs> there, there would be like mugs that say like mug. I would also like I would also like to note that um I did get some of my information from people on Ray Dunn TikTok, um, which is si- is half people who are like I work at Marshall's and people keep coming into the front of Marshall's and like waiting in line for us to open and they will run full speed towards like, the knickknack aisle to buy these like like a, a fucking saucer that says like that says like sauce no it'll, it'll literally say like saucer. it'll literally say like saucer and 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 these are like mass created things but they're supposed to look like handmade and it just feels like dystopian to me um that there are these like massive groups of older ladies all running at this at these products i also would like to know um i want to give credit where it's due i did get a lot of my information from swell entertainment on youtube from what i've seen she seems very very nice i like um and she makes my favorite kind of content um that is a that is a total side note but um there is just these 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 massive swarms of middle-aged women running to to grab the just massive amounts of like of like the birdhouses that say like birdhouse they and, need it and what's your problem and they will create how else are they going to know that it's a birdhouse unless it says it? <laughs> How am I supposed I to know? I always forget to sip. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, I... And I will watch these videos where people are like, here's my Ray Dunn collection, and it is just thousands and thousands of dollars within this curio cabinet of just some of the ugliest, like... Some of the ugliest, like, most boring, like, cookie jars I've ever seen. And <laughs> I would also like to note that I have Ray Dunn in my household. My mom Get him bought, out. bought, like, little... Um, you made that joke already, Remy. You can't do little... it again. <laughs> yeah, that one's already been made. He already um, made that joke. It, and, like, it's literally just like water bowls and they say hungry and thirsty <laughs> for, my, for my dogs and like and, and the demographics like they can read suburban yeah <laughs> that's your hungry bowl and that's your thirsty can, bowl can you put water in the hungry bowl and and uh, no 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 you'll confuse no, no. them they'll drink the food 
<laughs> if you put if you put water in the hungry bowl, your dog <laughs> takes a screenshot. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh my god no but like like the demographics of people who are buying ray dunn like the way that people buy ray dunn right it's not just somebody going to a store and being like this is cute and like putting it in their cart it's like right. going and gutting the shelves right it's like it's like squishmallows is what it sounds like Sounds Literally, like a it is. Black Friday, Black Friday shopping. Yeah, it's like Black Friday, but like every like Thursday morning, <laughs> and it's more underpaid Marshalls oh. employees. Are just like, oh my god, they're back! It's Thursday, and like getting, they're like getting into fist fights at the front, like over, over like a a candle that says like candle candle. Yeah. <laughs> that candle that says smell. <laughs> Stop. And like, and I, 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 and I was doing, the demographics are like middle-aged women who seem to be buying it for themselves or as like, for like, put into essentially like collectors, <laughs> Facebook groups and stuff. And then there's also like, middle-aged men who are going and scalping them online and putting them onto like mercari or like other resale sites and i genuinely didn't understand this community of ray dunn people until i had started selling all of my old shit from middle school on mercari so, like, I'm selling things that are just, like, your run-of-the-mill, like, fucking t-shirts I bought in middle school, right? And then I run across, and then I come across a, a absolutely insane amount of just product after product. And there's these are entire accounts that are just completely dedicated to selling this ugly-ass like like furniture <laughs> not even why did i say furniture it's tchotchkes they're straight tchotchkes and like <laughs> like upcharging substantially like some some of it it just goes for like your standard like resale price right like they're just selling like what they say bought you it for. bought this mug for like five dollars yeah. you're selling it for maybe like eight right you're yeah. getting like a slight upcharge and then you'll have ones that are a a little like canister that that one says coffee one says sugar and one says tea 110 dollars oh my god which jesus is probably a probably a triple to quadruple markup yeah um but these collectors are just really fucking into it um which which leads us to our next product that um, um, the moms are really into. Before you can, before you move on, can I just say mm-hmm. that like it sucks that those types of like like the cups that say sip, you know, <clears throat> and they're supposed to look handmade. <clears throat> that sucks because then there's people out there like making genuine ceramic cups. That are right. well designed and like yeah. don't say sip. 
<laughs> no, and I would like to know that that Ray Dunn is is the name of a, of like a pottery artist who started mm. making these products that were genuinely like handmade, mm. right? And now it's kind of just like selling the idea of it. Like right. it's it's like the husk of a handmade item, which feels mm. like I said earlier, it feels dystopian. Yeah. Like it feels yeah. like this is this is like a weird like post capitalism. Like, <laughs> like I I, res- I really like collections of like I think collecting is cool and I like I, it when people collect like I collect chickens or something. Like I collect owls. Um if you didn't know, I collect ceramic owls, but like I think it's fucking weird <laughs> when like the collection is just like a line of products and it's it's more about uh-huh. just like having them all than just like having a bunch of things that you like like mm-hmm. i i will no, never sure. understand that that's how that's the way that like squishmallows are too like people want this squishmallow not because they like it but because it's rare and I'm like no, i don't for understand sure. and then i think about like like the ways in which people go to a store specifically to buy things to sell them online for an upcharge. Right. And I didn't realize just how huge of a culture that was until I had personally started selling my things from, like, literally middle school. Like, like, I'd like to note that, like, I saw reselling as a way to basically create an online thrift community. Um, (laughs) Because I thought, I saw it as a way to make a little extra money and give my stuff a new home instead of donating it to, like, Goodwill, where I know that there's an extremely good chance it's going to end up in a landfill anyway. Oh, for sure. So I think think that, like, reselling communities are great because it's, like, here's here's my junk and somebody else is like i love this junk mm-hmm. literally yeah and it doesn't go in the <laughs> landfill for sure like i was unemployed i didn't have like an income coming in so like that was really helpful at the time and as well as like it was getting stuff out of my house and like and so like i i was like this is a really cool community and then you are faced with like people who are selling the same item as you while i'm selling it for like five or six dollars under the selling price this person is selling it five or like five to 25 dollars over the selling price and then you're like are we trying to be fucking millionaires right now like this is like girly (laughs) this is like depop what (laughs) like this is this um, is (laughs) this is an alf pog what are you doing? <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm like, this is a pack of like, like a uh, sonic screwdriver from Doctor Who. <laughs> are we really going to be selling it for like forty five dollars? It's three inches long. Like, what are we getting at here? But like, <laughs> if it was I six, we <laughs> we would have a different Maybe. story. No, <laughs> then but... it would be worth forty five dollars. Another interesting community that has sort of come from a similar area of the internet is um, is the Nugget. I'm so excited. Um, 
Um, Remy, Remy, you seem you seem uh, familiar with the nugget. Um, I'm a little bit familiar with the nugget. Like I know what it is <laughs> and like why you're talking about it. I also Were like you nuggets. On? I like. Um, unfortunately, Gaga. we are talking. Yeah, about I like Gaga. The, we're talking about the wrong, the wrong nugget. It's a nugget <laughs> that you probably won't like. This is the wrong nugget. The wrong nugget. <laughs> that should be the name of the title. episode. Yeah, That's the, the wrong nugget. nugget. Oh my god. <laughs> so, I, I, so the nugget for those uninformed, uh, is a children's furniture piece it's like a it's a couch made up of just giant slabs of foam and these pieces of foam have like a like a micro suede like cover over them and they have like some magnet pieces and how it's set up is that you can turn it into a couch or you can turn it into a fort or you can turn it into a big like bed and it's it's supposed to be like cool for kids and genuinely as like the 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 adult child that i am i saw that i saw like an image (laughs) of one and i was like that's the coolest thing i've ever fucking seen but also i'm also an adult so i'm also like that is something i'll never need right um (laughs) but there is a large community of of adults parents of young children who buy these and it almost has become a cult it's <laughs> uncomfortable the, the popularity oh of these things are kind of terrifying i would also like to note that they are expensive because they're a piece of furniture right like they yeah. are like they're they're i think they're around 250 dollars right not well, too bad. For it's really yeah. not bad. Um, but the <laughs> demand has gotten so insane for these couches that there is a a lottery within the the like on the Nugget website that you have to enter a lottery to even get a chance to purchase a Nugget. God. You have to be and chosen she, by the nugget. Oh my god. Literally. You, if this you was, have to... <laughs> sorry. You I have just, to... Every, every time nugget is brought up, I'm just like, mm, chicken nugget. If I were chosen by that. That'd be if crazy. I was chosen <laughs> by a chicken nugget. <laughs> I would continue. You can, con- you I... can cut that out. But yeah, continue. <laughs> but like, there's a... Like, this lottery is... Is you don't even get to pick exactly which nugget you want. You get like a three, you get like a three color options. You pick your like three favorite colors, and then you just fucking hope that you get the one that you want. And oh like God. these are these are pieces you of get- furniture. Like you don't go to fucking IKEA and then roll the dice on what color couch you get. Like I don't know. <laughs> That's just it. Just feels insane to me. You go to IKEA and, and you put on the sorting hat, and they get, and they pick a, a couch for you. <laughs> Or they're like, fuck no, off, yeah. you don't get one. <laughs> Funny how you thought you could get a couch yeah. today. Like, get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. here. And then um, there's a, like, within these, like, mom groups, like, if you ever go onto, like, Instagram or any, like, social media 
and you type in like nugget couch or nugget comfort or like anything like that, (laughs) you will find thousands upon thousands of Instagram accounts from parents who make entire Instagram accounts for their children. Right. Mm. And, and like, uh, like, and it's just pictures of them in like on their nugget. There's like a weird subsection of, of like where there's, it's like a trend that you, that when you first get your nugget, you're like getting initiated into the nugget community you take a picture of what? your husband sitting on top of the box for the nugget what you have, you have to have a husband he's got dang no, it because because the the demographic of the people who are obsessed with these couches are heterosexual married nuclear families wow. like it's and and it's it's such a particular demographic of the people who are obsessed with these couches and it it's very uncomfortable it really goes Um, to show that like if you make something seem exclusive enough you can make people obsessed with it it's so fucking weird it's such a weird like and like i would also like to note that these couches were initially marketed towards college students Right. Which I actually so. find really interesting because I um, and yeah, like, I was thinking about like when right we were now, living in our dorm. Yeah, when we were living in our dorm, that friendly. shit would have been awesome. Yeah, they would have been really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at them and they don't look like the most comfortable home couch. That looks like no for sure college um, couch. Yeah, no, if I have like sure. a little Old extra family, space, like I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I want oh, yeah. that. If I'm paying a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And and like I like there are people who straight have like replaced their living room furniture with these things. Oh my like, god. Like I think about like if we like say we were still living in our apartment and we like needed to buy a couch, I feel like this thing would kind of be like in the running. Of something that we would buy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we don't have a husband, adjustable. So Oh yeah, yeah we're, we, we can't be part of the nugget community. But unfortunately <laughs> it's you know, we, we we don't have like a a a traditionally attractive like firefighter husband, so we won't <laughs> be able to. Um but, I mean you have a gamer boyfriend, does that I, I mean, I guess. I'm we sure could, that we could fake it. I'm I sure he would willingly down. sit on the nugget box. <laughs> I, oh, I yeah. think if if I asked him to, he would. But like, <laughs> if you like, I'm messaging him right now. If you would go you sit deeper, on the box? would you sit on the <laughs> nugget couch or the nugget box? Thanks. <laughs> it's like. It gets into a really weird territory when you get deeper and deeper into these uh, communities, right? Um, and, like, it becomes, like, this exclusive club that you have a nugget. Like, it's like a status <laughs> symbol, almost. <laughs> which it feels... It's another dystopian. Like, this is su- yeah. dystopian suburbia. This um, this sounds like a Nathan for you episode where he was like, "We're gonna make a couch <laughs> that no one would want, but we're not gonna let anyone have it so that people." Will like it. 
and then it like works. You're so right. Schrodinger's couch. Wait, that that also should be <laughs> the, the episode name. God damn, uh, <laughs> tough decision, um, Remy. <laughs> um, but um, you also get deeper into these into these communities, and you find some some niche subsets. Um, Remy, you might know what I'm getting at here. Um, there's a little Facebook group. And by little, I mean, it's actually relatively large. I, um, I am not in this Facebook group, obviously. I don't want to be in this Facebook group. I don't want anybody to go to the Facebook group because technically this, this, this should be relatively private, at least from within the group. But the fact that it exists is worth talking about. Um... There's a little Facebook group called Nugget After Dark. What? And Nugget After Dark is a, is a Facebook group committed to parents. No. Using. D- don't say it. The Nugget. No. Oh my god. For. Okay, when you say using. Adult it. fun time. You say using the nugget. Using it the same way. <clears throat> Mommy and daddy, when they love each other very much. Well, that never happened for me. Use the marriage bed. Right? <laughs> um, only, only within the confines of marriage. Um, <laughs> what? And mission wait, wait. So, what is it out of the confines of marriage? Um, there is absolutely no un like no unmarried canoodling happening on a nugget. Not on a nugget. You You don't know me. No, if you try to bone on a nugget when you're not, if you if you try to bone on a nugget and you're not married, it takes a screenshot. You already made that joke. You already made the joke. You can't. No, it like it like literally like lights on fire. Like, <laughs> and the thing is that I like I I really don't want this to come off like I'm trying to shame parents for engaging. I'm with shaming each them. other in ways that adults engage with one another, right? I'm because I I believe <laughs> I believe that, <laughs> that like like I I believe that you should be allowed to do whatever you want as two consenting adults. Yes, you know, as two consenting adults, you like do as you would like. But did the but, but there the is consent? <laughs> That's fair. But there is something weird about buying. <laughs> a piece of family furniture. Yeah. And creating a Facebook group committed to talking about how to use the nugget within um uh married people fun time. Wait, do they have right? like do they have like tips on like how to like, how to like move the it around for your different From what I understand, yes. That's, oh my god, from there's what I like... understand, yes. You know that book that has a bunch of uh, different positions? Oh, the Kama Sutra? Yeah. <gasps> there's the a there's... Sutra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, somebody better patent that. 
<laughs> Remy, I, cut it out. Let us let us do it. <laughs> Don't include this in the podcast. Don't let people hear. I think it would be really funny to do that, but, like, things that just don't make sense, like, put every cushion in, like, a different part of the room and just be, like, <laughs> figure it out. It's, like, feng shui. <laughs> yeah. You have to put it in feng shui. <laughs> and, and also, this might be a rumor. I did not do too much research because I didn't want, like, I feel like it is, there is something inherently private about these Facebook groups. So I'm not going to actually go into them, you know, (laughs) but uh, there are like rumors that um, there are essentially boudoir photography taken on top of the nugget. like there's a lot of there's and and nugget tiktok is is a whole other beast and it's a lot of just people talking about being on nugget tiktok it's very sometimes it's very difficult to actually see people talking about the nugget itself but a lot of the videos are people being like the parents that i babysit for have three nuggets in the house yikes um and one like, of them is the the bony. <laughs> they don't let the kids sit on one of them. I'm scared. <laughs> See, I I also like I I don't want to shame a, consenting adults for doing what they do, but they're not going to hear this. That's true. That is true. <laughs> but if you, but I also think about like if you buy a piece of furniture for your kids just buy a separate one for like <laughs> your bedroom yeah. or something yeah. like also like, like why why do you why is there something like i'm looking at pictures of the nugget and i'm like do you need like a lot of these are like in like ramp configurations i'm like do you need a <laughs> ramp <laughs> so if you look up um uh furniture for the for the intended purpose of um wedding night wedding night fun time sex couch um sex couch <laughs> um they do actually look relatively similar to aspects of the nugget it is just much smaller and much more discreet so i guess someone someone was just like you know what this nugget thing looks like <laughs> looks like a bone-in couch. <laughs> looks like a sex couch. I don't know what to tell. It actually kind of looks like a sex couch. So, I just... um, ideas for uh, the Nugget Sutra. We have one called the bell. We have one called the bone. We have I'm one called the boot. And another one called the ball. These are unrelated to <laughs> oh any uh, realistic shapes in any fast food restaurant. So your boyfriend responded to me. He said never. <laughs> wow. And you said he was. Did you message my boyfriend? Yes, I messaged your boyfriend. I messaged your boyfriend saying, would you sit on the nugget? And he said never. <laughs> my favorite thing is that I did not discuss any of this with him. So he is completely out of the loop. And the fact that. He just he didn't even ask why is is a testament to our the strength of our relationship. Um so um that is honestly most of it. Um 
you know, I think that I think that I've milked most of this for what it's worth. Um, <laughs> and I'm and I hope that it was at least a little bit enjoyable. Nugget after dark almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> I, heard that. I had I, I had to that. mute, but <laughs> Remy, you're gonna have to edit out some coughing. I almost died. <laughs> I'm just I I just don't worry. I'll wonder. put that on the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon we definitely content. have. Kaylin dying. <laughs> we should make I, compilations of us coughing or something, so that they can oh, pay for ex- exclusive cough content. Compilations of <laughs> Remy burping and Kaylin coughing. What is it about motherhood or parenthood? within the suburbs of like of america of north america that just makes you so ravenous for like a piece of furniture or like a soap dispenser that says scrub like i genuinely don't know how you get to that point you know, your um, life your life sucks. It's boring. You work a nine to five, you come home and you have your shitty kids to deal with. And, <laughs> and you're just like, I need I need to look forward to something in my life. And then you see the nugget and you're like, and This is it. This is what I'm like, really obsessed with. I'm on the brink of a divorce. I need to take it to <laughs> and put it back together. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's what went wrong. That's what went yeah, wrong. My exactly. parents didn't have a nugget. Yeah. You know yeah. what? They're like, I haven't Maybe. had sex with my husband in months. <laughs> this marriage is on the rocks. I need to get a nugget to spice things up. I saw it on Facebook. I'm entering the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> the lottery. And you're like, you know what? If we get the nugget, God wants us to stay together. <laughs> papers <laughs> i would also like to this is com- this is on topic but i would also like to note that i just googled um how much that just the covers for the nugget go for they go for like this one's going for six hundred dollars is there a what? lottery for that too i mean you can't have a naked nugget <laughs> No, literally the nugget doesn't have I would like to note that the nugget when you take the fucking like 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 micro suede little like thingy off, it's just like raw foam. It's like just, just the like inside of a couch. <laughs> the naked nugget is another I, position. I it's sacrilege to make a nugget. If you make a wow. nugget <laughs> Do not create You're... a false image of a nugget. <laughs> Did you guys, um, I just, uh, the naked, I uh, the naked nugget is another position. Yeah, I agree. You just, Sometimes. you just have, you just have normal missionary sex on top of the nugget with no, like, cover on it, so it's just, like, raw foam. Raw, <laughs> raw foam, raw dog, you know what I'm saying? You're going to jail for that one. That one was too far. <laughs> no, but um, needless to say, um, uh, this is the consequences of the Industrial Revolution, um, and this is why we. This is why we should have quit when we were ahead. Mark, I think could have never seen this coming. We should have stopped with the wheel. 
agree. <laughs> I think that we should, you know what? You know what? Back in my day, I played with a with a hoop and a stick, and now these kids have 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 couches they can take apart. That's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just were invented amazing. when I was a kid. How did <laughs> people so drive cars without shoes? Oh my god! Thank you, Kyla. That was amazing. <laughs> so now um, it's my. Uh, my choice that I'm making autonomously that I've decided <laughs> myself and it was my idea that Adriana goes next and Adriana didn't suggest it to me. I stop. Yeah, Adriana Adriana stop. doesn't suggest things. No. I, no. I'm definitely not a little puppet being like my little <laughs> strings are being pulled by Puppet? I would never. Watch last the episode. Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <coughs> Bars. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, uh sorry if that was loud. I didn't even look at the my 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 audacity. Okay. <laughs> so today I'm gonna be talking it's just cause like there's a little thing in my throat and I'm like trying to get it out, but I thought it'd be funny to do a little like get bit. But then it's not out, so um Stop it! You made, you made that joke! Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to call you out every time you make it. But anyways. So, so what I want to... <laughs> what I want to talk about today is... Um, an Amazon Prime show called Invincible. Um, it came out this year. Um, so the basic idea of this show... Is that it's... If Superman had a son... And it's also, like, kind of Avengers and kind of uh, uh, DC, I say, I think. So, because at the beginning of the show, there's an Avenger-type team or, like, DC superhero. I'm not familiar. Um, But I think this one's DC because one person's coded to be Batman named Nightwing. Omni-Man is the Superman. War Woman is Wonder Woman. So they're like, hey, can I copy your homework? Sure, but make it look different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the show actually revolves, revolves around Mark, who is the son of um, Omni-Man, Superman, a.k.a. Superman. Um, but he doesn't have his powers yet. Um, and oh in the God, first it's episode... like Sky High. Yeah, it's, you know what, yeah, this is actually, it's not like DC, not like Avengers, it's Sky High. Um, now so interesting. <laughs> now we're interested, right? He doesn't have his powers, but in the first episode, um, Mark is doing his, like, normal daily stuff of, like, going to school, um, he's hanging out with his friend William, he's getting beat up by bullies, because uh, they were harassing a girl <clears throat> uh, named Amber. And he stepped in, and then, when he goes to work later, um, he throws, he, he's taking out the trash. He works at, like, a, like, a Popeye's, um, a chicken place. <laughs> like the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then he, um, <clears throat> as he's taking out the trash, he, thro- uh, he throws the bag into space. Like, it, uh, he throws it so strong that it flies into space. 
And so that's when, like, he realizes, oh, my God, I have my powers now. So he goes home and he tells his mom. And in my notes, I have parentheses MILF. Just for your information. <laughs> I, I was probably going to ask that, so. <laughs> and so he t- Mark tells his mom and dad the news. And his dad acts all weird at first. Um, like, he has no expression. But then immediately, immediately after, he's like, oh, yeah, great news. Which is kind of important. Um, <clears throat> so then, in the episode, uh... Omni-Man spends the episode trying to teach his- trying to teach Mark how to do things like fly and land because he's super for the first time. The show has a major plot twist at the end of the first episode. I won't spoil it, but basically, um, the show is a lot more gory than initially intended. Or, like, not initially intended, but it's a lot more gory than you would expect. Because it's like a cartoon show. It looks like Western cartoon. It looks like Spider-Man on um, Disney XD or something, you know? Like, it oh, looks shit. like like that I cartoon. It, it's animated? Yeah, it's animated. Sorry. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, oh. I, I forgot to specify. That. It's an animated, <laughs> yeah, uh, like superhero show. Nice. Um, it reminded me of something that you could end up watching on Disney XD or Cartoon Network. Like, Justice League. But then it changed vibes. Oh, wow. So the gist of it... uh Uh-huh. The gist of it is that now that Mark has his superpowers, he has to learn the really harsh realities of being a superhero. And that, like, people die. And that, like, he can't save everyone. And that he's, like, really, really conflicted all the time. Hmm. He's also half-human, so that's... You know, he grew up with human values and human, like, characteristics. And, um, so he's not like his dad a lot, right? <clears throat> so I, I actually really like the show. But the meat that I want to discuss now, <clears throat> that's all just, yeah, there's meat. Um, oh, so, so, the, I, so this was just some, like, some, some basic run-of-the-mill yeah i was just giving you the rundown but i was just giving you the sauce and now we're getting (laughs) to the meat gotcha (laughs) now i was just giving you the cup that says sauce (laughs) 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 um but now we get the plate that says meat yeah now we're getting (laughs) to the nugget of it um So at the beginning, I mentioned this guy named William, who is Mark's friend, um, and they pretty pretty clearly uh, but subtly uh, tell you that William is gay um, because <laughs> good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, I because... mean, me and Rebby had very different responses. <laughs> Rebby's being homophobic on Maine right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> Um, they show it this way, and it's really funny, because, um, William talks about how hot, hot Omni-Man is to Mark, and, but William doesn't know that Mark is, uh, that Omni-Man is Mark's dad, so, Mm. so Mark gets disgusted, but William is like, oh, right, (laughs) straight stuff, um, (laughs) because he thinks that he's like, you don't like him because you're straight, 
Instead right. of Mark, right, Mark not liking, like, to think of his dad as hot, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and none I was of like, us enjoy. Right. <laughs> none of us enjoy <laughs> that. Um, so, so I was like, yeah, that's super cool. It's super casual. You could miss it or misinterpret it. Because at first when I heard it, I was like, I took a, like, a double take and I was like, wait, did he say, is he? And then, you know, the hand thing. Is he? <laughs> yeah. You know... So I googled it, um, William Clockwell Gay, um, as you do in every show, if the character yeah. is gay. Um, and I saw an article, and it was titled, How Invincible Fails the LGBTQ Community. And I was like, oh, God, why are we <laughs> doing this? What can possibly happen? So, because I wanted to give it a chance, because I was liking it so far. Um, I watched the rest of the episodes, um, and I actually cried at the finale. It was very, it was very nice. Um, so William, he's actually a really cool character. He's, like, funny, he's talkative, um, uh, but he's a really good friend to Mark, and he gives him genuine advice. Um, and Mark is never, like, weird about, uh, William being gay. Um, and their friendship is actually really super sweet, and it made me really Aww. happy. That's I so. I really like. I really like them, and I. Um, it Mark kind of reminded me of. Uh, I wrote down in my notes, Kaylin Straight. I'm honored. Which is like, um, William is like, hey, I'm going to this university this weekend to meet that guy I met that summer a while back. And Mark is like, hey, uh, do you mind if me and my girlfriend go along? Um, and he brings up the idea to Amber and uh, he's like, yeah, Rick is this guy William's crushing on and he wants to drive up to see him. Do you want to come? And that was like, that's super chill. I really liked Aww. it. It's very casual. I just, it's, it was so sweet, you know? That um, is really cute. So that sets up the episode that I want to talk about because they're doing an episode where they go to the university to meet the guy that William is kind of dating. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm scared. I don't want this to be bury your gaze. I don't want William to right. die, you know? For um, sure. But it didn't come. Well, it kind of didn't come. But Rick is the guy that William's dating. And the episode, he disappears after going to the store. And, you know, traditional, like, superhero plotline. Rick gets kidnapped by a weird guy that turns muscly guys into cyborgs. Or just guys into cyborgs. And Mark and Amber had a fight. So Mark was busy trying to save his relationship. And he ignores William's concerns. So William goes out looking for Rick by himself, and you know that always leads to trouble. Um, William finds Rick as a cyborg, um, and because he's a cyborg, he doesn't really have the, the memories. Like, he doesn't have his human memories. Um, oh, no. So it's... And William doesn't recognize it as Rick at first. He's just like, ah, this cyborg is trying to take me away. Um, because the the antagonist of the episode was, like, trying to get more, uh, people to experiment on. So, uh, Mark, or no, William calls Mark and is like, save me, or something like that. And, um, uh, Mark eventually comes to the rescue, but William is, like, having his, like, almost, like, 
has a little knife against his arm, like a little, uh, little tiny saw going on his arm, and it, um, he's crying, and then he, at this point, he recognizes that Rick is a cyborg, and he's like, he calls out to him, and he's like, Rick, please remember me, remember where we met, the lake, and then, um, he's like, we had sex by the lake, and it was the best night of my life, and I was like, that is so sweet, that is so cute, that they, like, ink, like, that he got, was, I don't know, it made me very happy. <laughs> when they got the, and then you, and when you, and, and, and when you. <laughs> um, they actually said we had sex. Like, Damn. I was like, you know, wow. I was not expecting that. Luckily, William doesn't die because Mark comes to the rescue, but Rick is kind of screwed. I don't really know if they, he died. He just got, like, taken by the, like, quote-unquote government-type people that are, like, taking care of the superheroes, you know? Regardless, um, the rest of the show doesn't focus on William because he's not the main character, but, of course, I want to pay attention to him. So <laughs> I um, decided to read that article that I first found, the fam, oh, the LGBT audience. And basically, they were saying that they failed the LGBT audience because we didn't see William's coming out story. And I was oh like... Oh my god. God. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, <laughs> go on. As if I, as if I need to watch a <laughs> character be traumatized to like know that they're LGBT. Like, let me just have something. Just let oh me have something nice God. sometimes. Yeah. Let um, me exactly. feel happy for once. Yeah, I was like, that's fair to be, be like, uh, we don't get the coming out story. But I was like. I kind of enjoyed no. how casual it was to his queerness. No, the you know? the way that the way that straight people are like tend to view queer stories is that it has to be like this. It has to always be a coming out story, especially trans stories. But like, mm-hmm. it always has to be a reveal story. Right. And it's like you realize that we live like lives, like we live mm-hmm. full on lives <laughs> where we like after we realize that we're queer we don't just like stop yeah you mean, and also you like, mean that's not it <laughs> yeah no, kaylin yeah, sorry kaylin sorry, we're used to exist ever since <laughs> holy shit um, kaylin was hoping that we would stop existing <laughs> yeah one day yeah i was hoping also, after like... you came out to me that you would stop <laughs> <laughs> also it's like many people come out at different points in their life so like and and like the the concept of like you never really stop coming out because you have to keep coming out again and again to different people you know yeah, because it's, unfo- it, it's yeah it's like the idea of just needing uh straight people need like a big transformation and then like one big statement right and that's it and that's your narrative right. and it's like mm-hmm. y- Especially for, like, trans stories, I would love to have some trans characters in media that are just, like, yeah, I'm trans, I've been, I've been trans for, like, ten years. This is just the person I am. I was trying to think of what they were coming, like, what they were saying, and, like, 
get into their their perspective. And, like, I guess you can say that there's a risk of William being Mark's gay best friend, but it's not like that because, one, they have a really genuine friendship, and I really like how how their friendship is because it's they treat each other kind of the same way that uh, we and we and we and Kaylin are how like our group chat <laughs> our Instagram group chat is called MILF likers and Kaylin cuz like that's how it feels you know <laughs> um but then also one of my friends pointed out that gay best friend tropes usually is a support like the gay characters a support to a girl because a gay guy being friends with a guy ew no right. what if he has a crush on him yeah <laughs> but like that, it's that just... seems there can't be too many of us in a room together because we don't <laughs> we don't hang out together it'd be weird if a friend group had more than like two which is yeah, crazy because like it would be so fucking weird i couldn't be so weird he Which right is crazy because, like, in most of the friend groups that I've been in, there's like one straight person. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, I just felt that like titling it "Failing the LGBT Community" is like a lot. Like that's that way too a much. Dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> I think and... I think that like if a show like like the Disney gays where they they advertise, they're like. They're like, this is a gay show, and then somebody, like, briefly mentions a vague comment about being gay, and it's never brought up again. Like, that sucks. Mm -hmm. But you can just have queer people living their lives instead of having to, like, come out and have the same story that we've been told. Also, I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention, in the comics, he does have, like, a coming out story, but in the show, in the animated show, they decided to just flat out in the first episode just confirmed that he's gay so i don't know yeah like it's something that like i think it can be done really well and it can help people when it's done really well but it's something Mm -hmm. that like it's not a requirement for every queer story to be like and it also like uh i don't know if you guys have experienced this but like um talking to a new person about being queer and Mm -hmm they just automatically are like, oh, well, when did you come out? Like, how did your parents react? And it's like, what? Like, I'm just, I'm just it's telling you about like how I show. dated a girl. Like, <laughs> it's a very, like, irrelevant part of existing as a queer person. It, I mean, it's well, something that happens day and such. But-, um, but also, no offense, but William is white, so I don't need mm. another white coming out story because... I'm so mm. offended. <laughs> yeah, be offended. Um, but, like, it's yeah. like, we've yeah, already seen Remy it. Yeah, because Remy is a white coming out story. The entire narrative is Remy. <laughs> the entire narrative. <laughs> at this moment. But, like, if you're gonna have a coming out story, at least do something... Make it diverse. Make it new. Yeah. <laughs> Literally um, make it, like, anything but, again, love Simon. Yeah. I'm so tired. I'm tired of them, man. I... One of the uh, my favorite coming out stories that I've seen recently was, uh, and it wasn't really a coming out story, but it was Schitt's Creek, um, because one of the characters comes out to his parents and like is so nervous about it all day, and he's like, "Fuck, I have to come out to my parents." And then when he comes out to his parents, his parents are like, 
okay, cool. Uh, do you want the soup? Like, <laughs> it's just <laughs> And um, I think that's really relevant to a lot of people's experiences is, like, we experience both, like, traumatic things and also just, like, uh, me coming out to my roommate freshman year where I was like, oh, by the way, I'm queer. And she was like, oh, that's fine. Uh, do you want to go get more cookies? Like, it's just... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that people understand that it's not just this big burden all the time. <laughs> and and yeah. not even to, and obviously not to say that those, tra- like, the trauma of coming out is, it's, it's still very much a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, I just think that, like, like, there are so many of those stories already being represented and especially with just like your run of the mill like this is this is a cis white guy coming out as gay yeah um and i feel like there's so many movies and tv shows and just things where that story is told that i genuinely could live without it Mm -hmm. i think i think we've already I think we're just past that point in in <laughs> media consumption. For yeah. sure. And it's like yeah. it's kind of the thing of like uh, like um how like a lot of people need to st- or not a lot of people but like white creators don't need to make stories about like traumatic black experience all the time. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Cause like that's like like not to imply that there are, that that being a black person is not like like there's a lot of aspects of that being traumatic and traumatic right. things happen to people because right. of their skin color but also yeah. what like it's like, like why aren't <laughs> us people of color allowed to experience a fantasy you know yeah. or like yeah, exactly. sure. Or, like, and why, positive why, life experiences, you know? And why is it that white people are so interested in continuing to make <laughs> these movies about black pain? Like, Yeah. Yeah, you, you have weird. to, like, just ask, like, who is this for at a certain point? Because it's, like, if, <laughs> yeah. if that's your reality, I don't think you want to relive that in every, like, movie and show that you watch <laughs> yeah, about people yeah, like you. It's like the, we were talking about this, about the Oscars, because, like, issue films keep getting oh, fucking right. nominated for Oscars mm. and people who are not parts of groups yeah. will make films about that group and be like wow look at their pain and then <laughs> make billions of dollars off of somebody else's pain yeah yeah and which is which really like and and this is this is like well known I feel like we've this is the biggest conversation right now when it comes to media consumption and media theory is just allowing people to tell stories about their own communities yeah and because they're like there is just a level of honesty and like it it is a much more powerful story and also like it's powerful for that community when a queer person can write for other queer people or about other queer people and or black people can write stories that reflect their experience as a black person mm. rather than like Joe Schmo writing <laughs> about something he's literally never lived. God, I yeah. hate Joe like, 
Joe Schmo. A, a rule that, like, I have been, I heard a lot and I, I keep with me with my own writing is, like, writing about people's experiences that are different from you is one thing, like, writing a black character, but writing about black pain is... Mm probably never gonna be appropriate because that's not your story to tell like right yeah including including diversity in your story is different than like telling other people's stories if that makes sense right yeah that makes sense and and there's a difference between creating a film where the main character just so happens to be gay right or trans and then there's writing a story about being trans Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were talking about this Remy the other day as well, right? Yeah, we were. It was crazy. Yeah, Um, it's we we do talk outside of this podcast. It's it's wow, funny. Ew. Well, actually, don't speak for me. (laughs) I only talk for this podcast. (laughs) We don't talk to Lucy though. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she's not here. She's just been muted the whole time. I've actually just been cutting around her. (laughs) Um, We all just ignore everything she says. We ignore her. Lucy, Um, come back. uh, One (laughs) final thing. One final thing. uh, Last last little bit. um, Is that I want to talk about the reviews of this show because <laughs> there's either Ooh. either literally five star reviews or one star reviews. Oh my god! <laughs> and the people that leave one star reviews literally only do so because of episode three. So the gay one is no 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 no. So episode three or I should say, <clears throat> so the show has really like funny and clever dialogue. Exhibit A being William being like right straight stuff because like he assumes that it's because he's straight, but it's actually because Omni Man is Mark's dad. Um, But in episode three, there's a mad scientist attacking Mount Rushmore, and so Mark goes to save it, and the scientist is like, "Why do you want to save this? They were racists and slave owners." That's how he says it. Um, which is funny because it's true. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, and, and and anyone who knows, like, the history of Mount Rushmore and how it's affected, like, the indigenous <laughs> people of the area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's no. bad. <laughs> um, but Mark saves it because he's, he's a superhero, so he thinks that, like, he needs to save whenever things are being hurt. But anyways, the, the it's not left agenda, it's just the truth. Right? Like, yeah. they were racist. They were slave owners. So people who leave one-star reviews, well, let me just read some of these for you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. This is by <laughs> Jeff. The, t- the title of this review says, in all caps, another comic ruined by agenda-based themes. Oh, God. <laughs> One of the creators of these series. <laughs> One of the creators of these series going to get it through their heads to quit pushing their political agendas and just stay with the original comic book. <laughs> um, this next one is by Andrew. Good until episode three. Uh, oh, sorry. 
The title is Good Until Episode 3 Rears Its Ugly Woke Head. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yes, my woke head. Um, this show was fantastic. Dot, dot, dot. And then Episode 3 happened. <laughs> um, is that it? Uh, no, it has wow. more, but it's like, it's just like so, they're just so like, distraught by fourth wave <laughs> feminism, because it's brought up. <laughs> they because say the word Amber, feminism and they're already typing. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Amber's like, I like, uh, uh, William says to Mark, she likes feminism. She likes fourth wave feminism. Talk about that. And then they're like, how dare you talk about today the word feminism? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, wow, a woman likes feminism crazy. <laughs> Why I would like rights. <laughs> I like yeah, them. exactly. And also, <laughs> Amber's a black woman as well. <laughs> like, oh, oh. you know? Anyways, um, this next one how says... How dare they have the audacity to, to yeah, make yeah. a black woman? <laughs> um, this one's by Alex. It, the title is Shallow Parody of the Original. Changed too God. many characteristics from the comments. Included their own per- personal political undertones. Trash. Read the comics instead. And just, go, like... just go read the fucking comics then. <laughs> and shut up. <laughs> but, like, how just... how neutral do they need something to be? Like, I they don't. The answer is that they want it to be right-wing. But, like... <laughs> How neutral do you want something to be where, like, a black woman can't say, I like feminism? <laughs> like, no, literally. Like, how how can you be divisive by just saying, like, hey, these people who were, who were canonically slave owners did that? <laughs> canonically? Yeah. In the canon. In the canon of... In the canon of literally American history. (laughs) Like, like if that upsets you, like, it should. (laughs) Yeah. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Please I was trying to forget. Don't make me throw away my Thomas Jefferson plush. (laughs) My my Thomas Jefferson bumper sticker. That has a quote that he definitely said. (laughs) Um... So basically, people who leave one star reviews are babies. They can't yeah. handle when content isn't specifically tailored to just them. Just because Amber likes feminism. How scary. Um, but yeah, that's all I have here. <laughs> uh, that's really good. Thank you for sharing, Adriana. Yay. I loved it, Adriana. Um, all right, Keelan, what have you got for us? All right. Today... I'm going to be giving you guys a brief history of Nazism as depicted in the CW's never-ending series, oh, Supernatural. Oh my god. My god. You wow. to doing this, so yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, oh my goodness. It's the one you've been waiting for. You'll yeah. get that later. You'll get what I'm saying later. So I like how we started with Nuggets and now we're at Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> the natural progression. Yours was a really nice transition into this because you you're about, so like, right, Thomas Jefferson and stuff. So you have the perfect <laughs> order. I couldn't imagine yes. talking about this and then and then Kyla being like nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, Remy, um, you're so good at picking. Okay, 
Yeah, really good at picking the order. Yeah, yeah, Remy, you're a fucking genius. I'm so glad Adriana wasn't involved. She probably would have done something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So for those uninitiated, Supernatural was a 15 year long nightmare centering on two brothers, <laughs> Dean and Sam Winchester, and their angel friend Castiel. When the writers bothered to remember that he exists, and they like. They fight, like, monsters and demons and shit or whatever. So, um... That's, whatever that is. That's, that's all you need to know. Um, unimportant. Unimportant. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they do. <laughs> Look, this show went on for so long that I can't even, like, summarize it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There's, there's, like... Anyways, so... So... Naturally. A show written by and for white Super. men can only go so long before we have to bring in the Nazis. <laughs> Because Supernatural really understands their target audience. World War II obsessed men are definitely watching this show. Yeah, it's definitely not just teenage girls. Yeah, it's definitely not teenage girls and queer people who obviously intersect, but like also old women who ship Wincest. That's the fan base. That's the fan base. That's, That's what you die on. No, seriously. So, uh, so, for the purposes of this, I'll be covering each Nazi or Nazi group in order of their first appearance on the show. Which means we will first begin with fan favorite character, Crowley. Fuck Crowley. Yeah, all my homies hate <laughs> genuinely, Crowley. Genuinely, he, like, like, even without the absolutely atrocious fact that he literally is a fucking Nazi, he's also... <laughs> He's also just, like, a shitty character. I he, don't like it. Crowley is a fan favorite. In fact, he just recently won this whole, like, polling contest they did on Twitter to see, like, who the best, like, villain on Supernatural was. And he won out of, like, everyone on the show. And I think that's sexist because Abaddon and Rowena are right there. But um, <laughs> I genuinely cannot explain to you how much the fan base absolutely worships this guy. They've they love him. They fucking love this guy. Kyla can vouch. They love this guy. Yeah. It's um, weird. Yeah. So, uh, in addition to being the fan base's favorite demonic bastard, he's also a Nazi. And, um, so the show has- and people seem to just gloss over that. Yeah. Like, way too much. Like, way too much. Like, no one talks about it. The fan base never talks about it. I was looking around for it on, like, in the fan base while I was doing research on this, and I found, like, one, maybe, Reddit post where somebody was like, is Crowley a Nazi? And people were like, yeah, but, like, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. Um, Don't worry about it. (laughs) I didn't search, like, too hard for it, so somebody's gonna be listening and be like, um, actually, uh, people have talked about it a lot. Like, I don't, I don't care. But, um, anyway, so, uh. So the show has doubled and even tripled down on him being a Nazi, but no one cares because Crowley is a funny little guy who calls Sam and Dean moose and squirrel, so it's fine. Um, That's so so stupid. Now to cite my sources, because you, (laughs) I know that you guys trust me that he's a Nazi, but somebody who watched Supernatural might be sitting here and be like, what? Crowley's a Nazi? So let me tell you. In, in, uh... Crowley's first appearance on the show in season five, episode 10, Abandon All Hope, uh, in one of his first scenes, 
He's just casually watching Nazi propaganda videos in his house like a fucking freak. Quirky girl shit. What the Yeah, fuck? he's just hanging out <laughs> watching it. That's like he's the not second like other time girls. you see this guy. And like it did take me a while to like pick up on this because they do it like subtly. Uh, that's kind that's of almost way that's worse. worse. Right? Yeah, that's it is. Worse. That's I'll I'll like get to that once I get through like all of all of my evidence. I think being like, here's a villain, he's a Nazi, because Nazis are bad, it would be like, okay, that's a little bit trite, but, like, okay. But, like, subtly, kind of, like... Yeah, I don't think they had the intention of keeping him on the show for as long as he was when they did that, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea about that claim. That's just me speaking, but, like, I feel like if they wanted to keep him on as, like, a fan favorite... They wouldn't, like, have done that, but I don't know. But they keep doing this, so. The Supernatural writers genuinely have, like, like, three brain cells just floating around their head. And the brain cells say, (laughs) all the brain cells say is, like, queer bait, queer bait, (laughs) kill every character. They're like, women? Women? I've never met one. Kill women. I hate women. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm convinced that, like, some, like, old guy, old white guy on the, like, set, it's, like, Robert Singer or somebody probably is, like, obsessed with World War II, and he's, like, I need it in the show, and they're, like, God, please, this please, doesn't even please, make sense please, please, for what this show is about. They're, like, it's stupid. It's gross. We don't have to do this. And he's, like, look, I love World War II, and I'm in charge. <laughs> Crowley's a Nazi, because I said so. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so next, in season six, episode 20, The Man Who Would Be King, which is, on a completely unrelated note, my third favorite episode of the show. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I love that episode. Um, Cass, Castiel, the angel I mentioned earlier, my boy, visits Crowley in hell. Um, and on the wall in the hallway that they're walking down, Crowley has a portrait that's hung of him in a Nazi uniform. Ah, and uh, I think that the writers thought that it was, like, funny because they, like, traded out the swastika on it for, like, a little pitchfork. Because, like, get it? Ah, <laughs> He's the king of hell. It's so funny. And uh, <laughs> But that means that he either, A, just was a Nazi in World War II, um, which is plausible because he was, like, a demon and alive mm-hmm. so uh or b he commissioned a piece of art where he's wearing a nazi uniform because he worship worships nazis because he's a nazi there's no way around that's, it like he's there's a nazi. nothing that's good there's nothing yeah, good about that even if it was just like a joke there's something gross about the fact that they were like this is funny this is funny this is a funny joke See, he's got a little pitchfork on his arm instead of a swastika so it's funny Mm -hmm. people didn't die so now we fast forward to season 11 episode 3 so you guys are going to need a little bit of background here Uh, so in the supernatural universe god has a sister who they call amara and at this point in the show uh they don't they don't know that though they only know of her as quote, the darkness, who's, like, an ancient entity that has, like, no lore written about it because it was, like, locked away at the time of creation, which I think is supposed to be... (laughs) Yeah, she, uh, look, this is... You don't need to know this, but 
she she is, but like uh she doesn't do anything except like be horny for Dean. That's all she does. God damn it. You're one and to like, talk. And like try to kill No, I would do the same fucking thing, okay? Like, tainted. I'm not like I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I'm just saying like I can look in a mirror and see the same thing. Why do I have to watch it on TV? <laughs> So anyways, anyways, um, so, but basically, uh, at this point in the show, like, the darkness has manifested itself into the form of a newborn baby. So now we bring in Crowley, our beloved Nazi, who decides that he's going to raise Amara like his daughter so he can, like, control her power or whatever the fuck. It's really fucking weird. So while he's pretending to be her dad, she, like, grows up faster than, like, a normal baby would obviously because like she has to turn into like a sexy woman so she can thirst over dean um of course so he he uh well he's pretending to be her dad he's got her studying hitler's speeches because no. we all know that, that is vital oh that is vital to PhD stages of development <laughs> yeah it's true I you learned this in you'll CADD. never ever reach the formal <laughs> operational stage without his Nuremberg speech. Sorry. Oh my god. There's I, just so and many And that, that one is overt. That, that one yeah, is... That's insane. Like a demon like, walks up like to Crowley and it's like, she's listening to the Nuremberg speeches from Hitler. And he's like, great. Perfect. I feel like one or two passing jokes is like, haha, I get it because he's evil and he's teaching the baby to be evil. But like, it's... It's there a are lot. literally, there are literally ways to to say that someone is evil without literally making them the real life incarnation of what evil is. Yeah, yeah. which is which is a long like like literally we're talking about a like a legacy of of just fucking like pure evil that still affects people people still dealing with yeah literally and like also just like this is supernatural a show where like lucifer is in this show like you have other forms of evil you can use like why can't she like be like practicing satanism or something then like if you want to get across like how evil like there's yeah there's like anything else you could do he could have her like listening to weird incantations or something and like i'd get the same message like was that supposed to be funny i i i don't know and the thing is this is season 11 so like this was like what 2016 i think this was airing because this was the season that made me stop watching trump was like out and about his like followers were being nazis like this isn't like a thing that was it's like, so tone deaf yeah like this this is something that was like on like our minds like and the fact that like it, it genuinely sounds like this is just a bunch of dudes who genuinely have not spoken to another person besides each other it's yeah. so long. Yeah. And th- and they just have gone into each other's fucking heads that they can write whatever the fuck they want. No, seriously. People will still be stupid enough to watch it. Yeah. And the fact that they got away with it. No, seriously. The they got, they got four the more censors. seasons. That went past censors. 
that went past like the CW was like mm-hmm. Sounds the CW was right. like that's fine, but you can't. Bold of you guys to assume that the CW read this. <laughs> literally, like, like they were so tired. Like, they were tired. They're like, just do whatever you want, you guys. They were like, they were like, they were like, we can canonically make a character, real life incarnations of pure fucking evil, in a way that genuinely like, like still affects people to this day. And and do it in like a tongue in cheek like haha way instead of like that's icky. Yeah, it's and, not a joke. <laughs> but they can't like, but like they don't have the balls to like make a main character gay. That would be immoral. Also, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah because would, their morality level is just so. You would go to hell for that. <laughs> Turbo <Yeah>. hell. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, right. it, it beats me. It genuinely yeah. beats me. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it. Because, like, no one talks about this. I never saw, like, any discussion about this on, like, anything. People would just be like, well, you know, we got another Nazi <laughs> that's plot Classic Crowley. That's Classic Crowley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, uh. and you, you know, you said that as a joke but that's literally just how the 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 fandom kind of no seriously like that's like the little that i did find of people talking about this they were like "Eh." there were some people who were like he's probably not really a nazi which is like um yeah he is so just to finish up talking about crowley so i would just like to add that like i said we already said I think that, like, some of these aren't the most, like, obvious things in the show and are easy to overlook for somebody who's, like, viewing it. And so, like, I'm not condemning fans for liking Crowley if they don't know about this. Like, they can be tasteless, but, like, I okay. I am condemning the writers and the show for making him a character that we're supposed to like and giving him a redemption arc and, like, having, like, Dean say that he, like, misses him after he dies and shit, and, like, he is a Nazi, and they are over, like, many seasons throwing in little hints. Like, it's bad. They literally approach it the same way that, like, in Victorious, they, like, imply that, like, Psychowitz is a cannibal. (laughs) Yeah! Except, but that's funny! It's, like... It's but like, like that's funny. Yeah, it implies that like the character is like profoundly evil, but it's not like he's committing like obvious. I'm not going to argue the the ethics of cannibalism versus <laughs> genocide, but Jesus, yeah. But you know what I mean, like, like there's. You, I think you can joke like, haha. What if he's a cannibal? I, I well, because there, there's nothing funny. There's nothing about... systematic about cannibalism. Yeah, you know exactly. You're not targeting like one group, and like yeah. being like, like, and you know, so, what I mean? like it just doesn't feel quite as egregious. But it's like, but that that's like what they they were trying to do. That's what they were trying to do. Yeah, it's weird. It's so fucking weird. They were trying to be like, wouldn't it be so silly if we just dropped some little hints? And it's like, no, it <laughs> no, would it not wouldn't. be funny. <laughs> it would be very bad if we did that. How about how about 
you guys get some fucking therapy. Wouldn't it be funnier? Like, I can think of so many funnier things. Like, um, I- I'm thinking of, like, The Good Place. The demons in The Good Place are so <laughs> funny. Because they're yeah. just, like, obsessed with, like, reality TV or, like, <laughs> weird dive bars. They're just, like, they like trash, but it's it's funny trash because it's not, like, Cause... a horrible ideology. Yeah, but it's it's because the writers, like, their sense of humor, whenever they do, like, they'll do, like, a funny, a funny episode, because we have, we have little, like, funny episodes throughout the show where it's just the writers making jokes, and it's always, like, <laughs> Dean does something gay? That's <laughs> funny, because he's our cishet straight white guy. So moving on to our next, uh, next group of Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, um, sorry, there's a... You thought it ended there? No. So, uh, so in the season eight episode called Everybody Hates Hitler, we are introduced to a group of Nazi necromancers known as the Thule. And, uh, the thing about this is that the Thule was actually a real thing. They were like a real society that sponsored the early days of the Nazi party. Like they were real. And so I think it's weird to portray in the show. Uh, like, I'm I'm not a fan of them discussing, like, real events and things like this in a fantasy television show. Right. And, like, I'm not a fan of them, like, being, like, those those evil supernatural creatures doing these things, not uh, people right. that are capable of this. Right. Um, so, That's yeah. so weird. Um, so, on to the Thule. So, it's not very clear what the Thule are really after in the show. We know what they were after in real life. Um, so, since they seem to be pretty inconsistent in all of the episodes that they appear in, initially it's said that they're, like, after, like, world domination, but they don't do anything to, like, do that. They, they don't, they, they make no moves. Like, they're, like, completely, like, underground and, like, secretive. Um, underground? So- yeah, probably no, seriously, they're so them. underground. You probably haven't heard of the Thule. You probably haven't heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like they're they're not they're not doing anything, uh, you know, because they hobby. just conveniently wrote them in in season eight. That's why. <laughs> but um, so uh, so since obviously the Thule are Nazis, um, a group of rabbis formed uh, what is called the Judah Initiative, and they just made this up for the show. Um. As far as I could see, I tried to, like, look it up and see what was up with that, and I, I just got shit for Supernatural, so I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, everybody from the Judah Initiative has been, like, killed off, except, like, one guy's, like, grandson, but he doesn't fucking know anything about it, which sucks, so, like, no one is fighting oh these God. Nazis. Um, oh, God. So and so that, these Nazis. yeah, so I'm, I am not a fan of these new Nazis, and you may quote me on that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so the, the grandson, he's named Aaron, he's the last member of the initiative, and uh, as this episode ends, they, they deal with the Nazis or whatever, uh, and he's just, like, on his own to figure out how to fight these Nazis, like, they're like, have fun, and then they leave. Oh, my God. And then we don't hear from these motherfuckers again until uh, season 11. Always season 11 with the Nazis, I've got to say. I don't know what it was. but uh, So we see the Thule again. 
in the season 11 episode, The Vessel, in which Dean is sent back in time to 1943. And uh, he and the fool are looking for what is called uh, a hand of God, which are like artifacts that were left on Earth that God touched and they like contain his power or whatever and they like need it for something. I can't remember. Uh, I, I hate season 11. Um, so they like but they like end up using the hand of god that they find to kill the nazis which is like cool i guess like i'm glad that some nazis died um and you may quote me on that yeah but you don't i feel like we didn't uh need them back (laughs) like this is just one of those things where they're like okay dean has to time travel to find an artifact that god left he can go anywhere at any time and I fucking know with somebody like Robert Singer, some old fucking white guy. I'm blaming him because I hate him. But um, <laughs> and he's like, you know what I'm going to say. 1943 Germany. <laughs> I don't actually know if they were in like Germany. They were on like a fucking submarine. So, <laughs> but yeah, they were an um, ocean. Yeah, they were at the German Sea. We are on to the last time that we see the Thule outside of, like, they, they like, mention them in season 15. That's not important. Um, last time we see them is in season 12, episode 5, called The One You've Been Waiting For. And, uh, get it? Because I said that earlier. Um, contrary so to what smart. the title says, uh, I promise you that I was waiting not for waiting for this episode. <laughs> I was not, not waiting. waiting for it. I did not want it. I, it I, I didn't sounds ask like you were for waiting it. for it, though. <laughs> I was read? not waiting for it, and you may quote me on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so here, the Thule are after, like, one of Hitler's descendants. And, like, she doesn't know she is. Um, and a pocket watch that apparently contains Hitler's soul. Because they are trying to resurrect him. They are trying to no. resurrect Hitler. That's their goal. Now. Are you fucking kidding? I'm Why not is this fucking a plot? So Sam and Dean try I to sh- stop this from happening, but they are unsuccessful. So these motherfuckers <laughs> bring back Hitler and they make me watch it. Oh my god. What so the fuck? This episode is completely unhinged. Um, it is offensive, obviously. They bring back Hitler. And, uh, I genuinely hate it. And I want you guys to keep in mind that this is, like, one of the crack episodes. So it's, like, supposed to be funny. It's, like, so funny that they're, like, bringing back Hitler. And when, like, Hitler is, like, animated in this, like, guy's body or whatever, he's, like, a funny guy. He's, like, crazy. Because, like, I feel like if you, if you have, like, a, an episode like this and you're, like, taking it seriously, it's, like, yeah, that's... That that's a, it's a little bit tone deaf, but like it's bad. But like being like, ha ha ha, ha it's funny. It's so evil. Yeah, it's funny in twenty seventeen to to be like <sighs> Hitler's back. You were asking yeah, for it, so we delivered. No. That's what we were waiting for. Yeah, no, um, I was not waiting so, for it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Um, we actually do hear from Aaron again, though, in this episode, and he spent, like, the last few years since we saw him back in season eight killing off members of the Thule that he tracks down, which is nice. Um, and so, like, Sam and Dean are able to, like, kill the, like, Thule's high command or whatever the fuck they call them. I'm not rewatching this episode to find out. Um, 
I saw it once. I lost my shit. I'm not doing it again. So, uh... Fair. So, they also kill Hitler. Um, and, uh... But the fool are still out there. Like, they, they say that, I'm pretty sure. So, there's just, like, a bunch of Nazis with literally one guy looking for them. Um, and they just <laughs> leave it there. Oh and so, gosh. uh... And, like, I don't know why... Look, I know that they don't want to keep doing this in the show. But, like... Just thinking about it. Uh, why can't Sam and Dean hunt down the rest of these Nazis? They have nothing better to do at this point in the show. <laughs> like, the villains of season 12 are just British people. They're not monsters or anything. They're just British. <laughs> and so, like, I feel like they could, like, I mean, they could be like, hey. cool, um, we're going to go fight these Nazis instead. Uh, but they don't. British people kind of are monsters. <laughs> no, I agree. I hate the British people too. Don't you may quote me on that. <laughs> you may quote British, me on that. <laughs> British listeners, you know why. No, be nice then. Fine. If you're British and listening to us, you're one of the good ones. <laughs> as long as you're not a Nazi. <laughs> as long as you don't like Crowley. Um, so. All Crowley fans. Uh, please exit, exit yeah. the the podcast. You're not, the you're not welcome. Um, so yeah. Moving As a right white along. American, I have no superiority over British people, and you may quote me on that. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so now you're probably thinking that's it. There can't be more Nazis in Supernatural. And God, do I wish that was true. Unfortunately. Oh, no. We have one last group of you know, to not It's not like, you know, bringing Hitler. Like, that's not enough for anyone. Like, no. <laughs> How is there still more? There's still more. Like, There's still more, oh, boys. So, uh, so this, what we're gonna talk about, is probably my least favorite storyline in all 15 seasons. Which is saying something. After everything that you've just heard, that is and all the other bullshit that they've done over the years. Um, but long story short, the Winchesters stumble upon these motherfuckers called the Steins, uh, and they they like hold one of these bastards captive, and they like question him. At which point, he just like spills all of the like family tea to them like they didn't torture him or anything he just like told them everything which is so he just stupid. needed a vent he didn't he even have like both vent. of his arms like like uh in like handcuffs or anything one of them was just like chilling in his pocket he was just like standing there like i don't understand what they were trying to do with that scene but um, so yeah so they're this fucking awful family he says that they're like one of europe's oldest families dun 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 the oh. frankenstein family wow <laughs> doctor. no i laughed my ass off too don't worry you <laughs> you can laugh fuck? i just that's even worse than frankenstein being in once upon a time yeah it's worse <laughs> they managed to make it worse so, uh, so according to him, Mary Shelley was a family friend and just, like, wrote a fucking book about them. <laughs> I about was laughing. About his family? Was yes! 
<laughs> yes, I laughed. I was laughing so fucking hard at this. I was like, joking. And like this guy, like he like he. I'll have to like show you guys the scene later because it's so funny. Just so you know, and the picture it. that I have in my head is the monsters. Good. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was that good. The, but uh, the, so he the tells picture them. that I have in my head. The picture that I have in my head <laughs> is uh, the Frankenstein's from Hotel Transylvania. Oh, I'm yeah. Really <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't look like that. They look like regular people because this is supernatural and they're not going to do anything <laughs> cool. Um, so, uh, so he tells them that this like family of freaks just like steals body parts from people and they just like add them to their <laughs> own body so they just like have like multiple hearts and shit it's so fucking gross it, uh, it reminds me of this like one like invader zim episode where he like steals other people's organs so that yeah. he can like so he can seem more human or something um that's literally that's literally what it is um so there's that they do that and then also he tells Dean that his family, I I can't phrase this better. They cause chaos and then they fix it to like make money. And so he he says like that they that they did 911. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm the not did 9/11. You can't make this shit up. They did 9/11. I was losing my fucking mind when I watched this for the first time, and like I'm still losing it over it. Sometimes I think about it and I just laugh because like, they did is... they did 9/11. He just like says As it like Lucy... seriously, and then Dean is like, "That's like terrible" or whatever. As Lucy he takes it seriously. Say. 9-11 is a national <laughs> holiday, and it's not Oh, fun. my God. Because <laughs> she says that. It's a national holiday? Wait. <laughs> she says it's a national tragedy. <laughs> I meant, sorry, I meant, I meant. Damn, Freudian slip from Adriana. You heard no. your first post. She celebrates no. on 9-11. No. That's that's weird how like every time that I've like wanted to hang out with you and it happens to be nine eleven you're like sorry I'm busy and you like hide these like party poppers. That you- <laughs> no. God, I can't wait for Lucy to listen to this. Oh so uh, so there's so there's that. So uh, so moving on. Uh, I just had to tell you guys that because it's so funny. It's so funny. So now on to the Nazi part. So like I said, these guys are. Like, we create chaos and we're in the he calls it the <laughs> fixin' business or something. Um, so uh so apparently these motherfuckers helped the Nazis uh early on in like World War Two. And to me this implies that they were just like out here starting World War Two to like make money or something. Oh so, my god. So these people are just Nazis. Um <laughs> Oh, no. And, uh, so, yeah, uh, that storyline ends, uh, uh, at the end of season 10 when Dean massacres the entire family, and, uh, even though I hate this storyline, uh, look, I am a slut, so I think it was very hot of him to kill a bunch of Nazis, so, uh, I, mean, that's sure. I, I enjoyed that part. I'm not glad that they were there, but I'm glad that they're dead. <laughs> so one last thing 
I have to talk about how consistent the lore is. I don't know why there's lore surrounding Nazis in World War II, but there is. Oh, no. And uh, it's confusing and doesn't make sense. So, uh, so this begs the question, who is really responsible for World War II? Because we have three separate supernatural entities in the show that seem to be claiming responsibility. So obviously, like we discussed, we have the Thule and the Steins. And, like, maybe they teamed up because they said they, like, helped the Nazis early on. But that doesn't seem unlikely because they, like, both practice magic. So, like, I don't know why they would need each other. So it doesn't it doesn't make sense that they would work together. Um, but to complicate this further, in Season 5, Episode 2, Good God, Y'all, one of the one of the four horsemen war tells Sam that he was in Germany during World War One and World War Two, <laughs> implying that he was responsible for it. So, uh, so all of it is very confusing, uh, not well thought out, and ultimately serves as I think a great example of why a show should never last this long. <laughs> um, I think my theory, my theory is that. The war horse, war horseman, uh, he uh-huh. is a You know stein. he's not a horse. What? He's not a horse. Did you think that the horsemen of the apocalypse were horse? No, I would never men. think that. I would never think that. Um, they're Adriana? just, they're just guys on horses. The, um, so Adriana. anyways. <laughs> uh, no, I knew that. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> my theory, can we, can, can we please talk about something <laughs> Okay, serious? okay, okay, say your theory. <laughs> um, um, my theory is that the horseman, the horseman, man, hor- man on the horse is mm-hmm. a stein, mm. but he practices the thule. No. Mm. And, and it's like a... F- no. Mm. And... Okay. No. Thanks. No. For it doesn't make sense. You're, you're a great friend. He's not a Stein because he says specifically that the other horsemen are his brothers, and that's like, that's their so little family. So what if they're all Steins? So they're not. Horse was the scientist, not the monster. <laughs> oh my god. Fine, uh... Uh, um, that's, that's all I have, though. So, uh... Oh, God. So you guys have heard it all. That's, uh... Oh, my God. That's all the Nazi shit that I know of. Um, that's what I could collect. There could be more. There's 15 years of this bullshit. (laughs) So, um... Sorry, Gerona. Uh, about the horse of the apocalypse. (laughs) There's... Um... Why would I think that they're... They're, like, centaurs? Why would I think that... (laughs) (laughs) they're like entities that are fictional why would they why would i think that they're a fictional this is supernatural wait they're played by these days one of these days can we do an episode where we just explain bible shit to adriana (laughs) Oh, that would be so funny. Adriana would hate us. I would cry. Please, no.